It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. One to the Divas the Care Network and a heartwarming, most wonderful episode of Words That Work, True Self Shining. I'm your host, Naomi McDonald, an animal communicator, author, teacher, and light body worker with a passion for using true stories to make a difference in people's lives. And today we will see how a tiny dog helped the big man uncover a piece of his soul buried so deeply he hadn't known it was there. And this episode is based on story eight, Reawakening the Soft Within in my book, They Sing to Our Souls, The Animals Speak. And I'd like to start with one of my absolutely favorite quotes from a French poet. Until one has truly loved an animal, a part of one's soul remains unawakened. Anatole France. And that leads us right into the story of Lacey and Larry. Soon after I hung out my shingle as a professional animal communicator, I was offered a gig, if you can call it a gig. One Saturday each month, I went to Paws Around Town, a pet boutique in Oklahoma City, where people make appointments to see me, an animal communicator. While standing outside my session room one morning, I saw something I thought I would only see in a fireman's calendar. A gorgeous, red-headed, six-foot-plus man carrying a tiny white Maltese securely nestled in the crook of a well-muscled and tattooed arm. Oh, my beating heart, I patted my chest. What a beautiful sight. I glanced at Susan, the store owner, who was standing beside me. It certainly is an adorable dog, she said, and we laughed for a few seconds. I know it might be hard to keep your eyes on that man for a while, but watch him. He hasn't noticed anything around. The rhinestone harnesses, the tiny boots, the canopied beds. Did you see that? He just strode right by that big orange and black Harley-Davidson rack. It's like he's thinking, maybe if I don't notice anything around, no one will notice me in this fancy place. Yeah, you're probably right, Susan replied. His name is Larry, and he was really uncomfortable when he came in to make the appointment to see you today. Once seated in a black leather office chair, the man dwarfed my small session space with its brightly painted walls and shelves of inventory stock. 
Well, hi, welcome. I smiled at the white dog who was eyeing me curiously. Her ears were perked up and her snout a little more pointy than most Maltese. Her three-inch long white fur glistened and was silky without one single tangle as if she had just come from the groomers. I noticed the absence of a bow on her hair and smiled. The man cleared his throat and swallowed. <clears throat> well, I'm Larry and this is Lacey. He glanced at Lacey and stroked her head as if it made it easier for him to speak. Oh, well, um, this is the strangest thing I've ever done, but a lady at my wife's work said that someone at this store could ask lazy questions. So I have questions and I made an appointment. This must be life or death, I thought. But I said, well, tell me what you'd like to know and I'll try to get the answers you need. And that's when I heard it or felt it or sensed it, but it was faint. I let my dad's soft hang out. I shook my head a little confused because so far I hadn't addressed the little dog. My girl here goes pretty much everywhere with me. I even got a safety pouch on my Harley and a special seat in my truck. But then I heard it again and got distracted. I let my dad's soft hang out. But Larry seemed oblivious to my distraction. So he just went on. Like I said, Lacey goes everywhere with me. And in a few weeks, my wife and I are going on vacation. I want to know if Lacey wants to go with us, even though it means she would spend hours alone in a hotel room, many more hours than what she's used to, or would she like to stay with my mother-in-law? She likes my mother-in-law fine. When Lacey squirmed in Larry's lap, he put her down on the black and white zebra-striped carpet. Then she promptly jumped straight up into my lap right on top of the session form I was filling out. See, I let my dad's soft hang out. I want to go with him, a hotel is okay. When I realized what that little dog meant and that she had jumped into my lap to make a point, I covered head to toe in goose flesh. Stuff like this only happened in fictional movies. Oh, I'm sorry, Larry said. She never does anything like that. I've never seen her jump in anybody else's lap. Oh, it's okay, I said and put down my pen and stroked Lacey's back. Well, it's been years since we've been apart, but the most important thing is for Lacey to be happy. My wife and I'll do whatever she wants. Oh, she wants to go with you, I said. The big man sighed. Oh, good, that's good. But she said something else.
She did? What? Something about the trip? <laughs> no, not about the trip. She said, I let my dad's soft hang out. The expression on Larry's face was priceless. His red brows knitted together and his mouth quirked down. And he looked at me as if I were juggling monkeys. What? He said, you stumped me there. I have no idea what that means. So I repeated it. She lets your soft hang out. Unable to hide the giddy grin that welled up from my stomach, the room went silent and still as Larry turned inward for so many minutes that I worried that my glib manner had offended him and that he might just take his dog and bolt. But then the gravity and the sincerity of his words when he did speak took my breath away. Well, you see, my pa got rid of the only dog I ever loved, ever had really before Lacey, said that that dog would have been a waste of time and money, and he said I needed to toughen up and be a man. But when I dated my wife, her daughter Chloe didn't like me, not in the least. She loved dogs, though, wanted a Maltese. So I took her to a pet store to buy one. Anything for brownie points, I had to win her over somehow. So we went to the pet store and we were sitting on the floor of the puppy room and that dog, he gestured at Lacey, ran straight for me, jumped into my lap like I might save her or something. It was all I could do, I tell you, not to toss her across the room. But instead, I handed her to Chloe as gentle as I could. The girl wrapped her arms around that dog and cooed and never let her go all the way back to her house. But every time I went over there, Lacey ran around me barking like a maniac. She rolled onto her back wanting a belly rub. I couldn't sit down without her jumping in my lap. And finally, Chloe said, well, you're too thick to notice, but this dog is yours, not mine. You need to take her home with you. So Chloe and her mom, Sarah, badgered me for days. And I only gave in and took the dog because I'd planned on asking Sarah to marry me and they'd be taking care of her soon anyway if things went right. But here she is. I never thought I could love another dog. It hurts too much. But I would move the world for her. And then Larry swallowed. My soft hangs out, huh? My mom says I'm nicer since Lacey. My wife says she saw a kinder side of me after Lacey. And that's why she finally agreed to get married. I kept nodding and smiling. 
I guess I might as well go on because I'm bearing my heart and I can't believe I'm doing it. But that first night with Lacey was a nightmare. Oh, God, I was mean to her. I had enough to do without taking care of this little nonsense dog. And I was raised to believe that dogs did not belong in houses, much less in your blankets and sheets. And when she wouldn't stay off the bed, I finally pitched her off. But when I woke up in the morning, she was curled up at my chest under my arm. I opened my eyes to the most beautiful dark eyes looking at me with love despite what I had done. And that feeling was something I had never felt before. And I don't understand it, but something just burst open. Mm. Wow, I said. You know, that reminds me of a French poet, Anatole France. And he says, until one has truly loved an animal, a piece of one's soul remains unawakened. And it was Larry's turn to nod. He just sat there and nodded. So, I went on, maybe Lacey chose you for that purpose. Maybe she sees the real Larry that was in there all the time. Well, he said, she did choose me. I can't doubt that. I believe she did. I smiled and nodded again. But something I don't understand, he said. My life got better. I never would have ever thought that a dog could make someone's life better. How is that? Well, lots of reasons. I shrugged at him. But my guess is it was hard for you to love anyone. Lacey's love is like a mirror. You can see the love in her eyes. You can feel the love from her. And that lets you know how it feels to truly love another. And loving another allows more of the same to come back to you. It's like currency. Then I looked purposefully into the deep blue of Larry's eyes. I can see you are kind, and I believe you're always considerate now when it comes to Lacey. And that can only bring kindness and consideration back to you. Well, I got a long way to go in the kind department, Larry said, but it's a start, I guess. Well, Experiences in this lifetime and past ones can cause us to build layers around our hearts. But each time someone, even wonderful little white dogs, gives us the opportunity to break through a layer, a little bit more of our true self shines through. Well, I can't say I understand this. And Larry turned inward again. When he looked up, his eyes were damp. He reached for Lacey with such tenderness 
in raw openness. It was all I could do to not tear up. Then he let out a deep breath. Okay, so here goes something else. I feel so guilty about how I treated her in the beginning. I mean, I was bad. Well, you know, we never want to think or quite often we don't even recognize when we're being less than kind to another. But maybe there's another way to look at it. What if that was Lacey's purpose? What if you had to be unkind to her in order for you to recognize the fact that she saw the real you, the soft within, not the person that had hard layers from their upbringing or old traumas? And I think you said it earlier. Larry shrugged. What did I say? Well... I opened my eyes to the most beautiful dark eyes looking at me with love despite what I had done. So, instead of guilt, what might make what you might feel from that? Well, I don't know, he said. And he squeezed his eyes shut, and when he opened them, He said, oh, Shinola, thanks. I would feel thanks because I have never felt like this. Except for now with my wife and believe it or not, her daughter. Well, there I went again, nodding, smiling. I was beginning to feel like a dashboard bubblehead. I just came here, Larry said, to see what Lacey wanted to do about our vacation, but man, I don't know what to think. And then the most amazing thing happened. A shadow lifted from the big man's ruddy face and he beamed. He looked down and cradled the dog in his arms a little tighter and said, This is not an animal. She's an angel. She sure is. I handed the man his copy of our session. I let my dad's soft hangout were the only words I'd gotten on the page. Sorry, that's all that's written down, but my name and number is on the top if you need anything. Larry read it, grinned, shook his head, and walked down the store aisle with his dog. I stood and watched, a little concerned that I might have overstepped. That man was not used to opening up to anyone, much less some stranger in a pet store. But then I saw Susan, the store owner, helping Larry with a tiny pair of goggles and a stunning black leather dog jacket with a Harley emblem. Her smile told me that all was well. And this session was one of the first that brought up as many questions as it had answered. Did Lacey consciously and with forethought say, I let my dad's soft hang out 
Did she purposefully jump into my lap to make sure that I repeated her words? Or is there an organizing principle, a true self aspect, or maybe as Larry says, an angel that gave Larry the opportunity to open his mind to a more spiritual aspect of our relationship with animals. And then clarity came when I remembered Deepak Chopra's quote, before a thought becomes verbal and is experienced as language, it's just an intention. At the pre-verbal layer, all of nature speaks the same language. So I then knew that I had somehow tapped into Lacey's and Larry's intended purpose together and that the language was purely my interpretation of that purpose because there was no doubt that Larry had been given a choice to continue in the family tribal tribal beliefs around dogs or open his heart and travel and choose his own path. And it was some time later, after the pure wonder of the exchange between Lacey and Larry had kind of settled in to my mind and I had sorted through all that, then I was free to recognize the magnitude of what I had been privileged to witness. Larry's words rolled through my mind countless times. She looked into my eyes with such love, despite what I had done. And you know, through the years, I sought not only to remember those words, but apply them in my own life. I recognized the enormity of feeling someone's love when I felt like I didn't deserve it or the peace that it brought when I saw the light in another, even though I had felt wronged by them. Lacey, I didn't know I needed you until you were there. Thank you, precious one, and all the animal kingdom that give us so much. And thank you, Anatole France. And if you, dear listener, have enjoyed the story of Lacey and Larry, hold on to your heartstrings because Lacey's job is not over. Join me next time when Lacey reveals her connection to Larry's childhood dog. And thank you so much for joining the Divas That Care Network today. I'm honored and I'm overjoyed. Namaste. And bye until next time. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.